The following program is being brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we will learn to utilize each of them to the maximum and learn to make decisions about what we want and how we want to feel. What a concept, and one we will explore today on the Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. On our program, we'll address who you are, why you're here on this planet, how to go within, how to come to know what you believe, and why. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Collin, and if I sound like I'm about to laugh, it's because I am. My puppy just got in, and we can't get him out. It's one of those things that happen now and then. Um, he's a lovely little thing. You can see his picture on the Self-Improvement blog if you want to see what's going on here. Um, broadcasting from beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, and um, hope we have a lot of fun today. Unfortunately, our guest for the day canceled her interview on Monday after several months of planning on it. Uh, in fact, I was told that she canceled all her scheduled radio interviews. I hope she's okay. I have no idea how many that is or how she is, but I hope she's okay. And I'm delighted to have a chance to chat with you. And today we're going to do a little emoting and maybe even a little ranting um, probably, you know, we can all get riled up together and, and warm up a little. Well, it's not cold here, but in some parts of the country it is. You're welcome to call in if you'd like to. Grab a pen or a pencil. I'll give you the number if you're interested in calling. The number is 866-613-1612, and your calls are always welcome. I may not have the answer, but we can have a lot of fun talking about it. Today is World Book Day. I didn't know that until I saw it on Twitter. A survey shows, and I think this is just a lovely number, 71% of parents read to their children on a regular basis. I love that. Good for the parents. Good for the children. Happy World Book Day. Take a look at the self-improvement blog and you'll find there an article about the importance of reading in honor of World Book Day. And you'll find that the featured article is on something we all know a lot about and that's procrastination. So you might want to take a look at that. I said on the blog that I would talk a little bit about politics today. Yeah, it has a lot to do with self-improvement. It's a little push, but, you know, pretty much everything that happens in Washington affects our welfare in some way. And, and there's some important things going on that I think we need to talk about. My former husband was in the United States Congress in the 1970s, and I'm really interested in keeping up with what's going on in Washington and in politics. 
In all these years, I've never seen as much divisiveness, so much us against them, Republicans against Democrats, conservatives against liberals, um, East Coast against West Coast. It goes on and on. It seems critical to me that we have all opinions represented in our government since we're such a diverse population. Let all sides be heard. Those who are elected to high political office should have the ability and the privilege to wage intense, in-depth, civilized, and let's emphasize civilized, debates on all sides of the issues and then vote their conscience conscience, I'm sorry, conscience, and you know, go along with the wishes of their constituents as much as they possibly can. They're elected to represent a certain group of people, and they should do that. Then, you know, after all of this, it would be nice if the press would report what happened, what was said, without taking sides, and let all the sides be heard. And, and let the people form their own opinions. And then they can voice their opinions at the ballot box. If the representative doesn't do well, vote him out or her out. And we have that privilege. Now, I, I, I got to thinking about what it means to be called the United States of America. United. And we've always been able to have debate without getting personal and divisive. You know, and it's time to return to that. Or else what will we be? We'll be the divided states of America. You know, actually, really, in all reality, we're the greatest country that there's ever been in terms of freedom. And we're not exercising our freedom. And it's very, it's, it's a big concern to me. We heard a lot about this sequestration thing. It's really beginning to affect us now. And we've had all the dire predictions and the threats and the doom and gloom and we're seeing some of it played out and I finally, finally after my procrastination I finally looked up the word sequestration and it's an interesting choice of words sequestration is, and I quote the action of taking legal possession of assets until a debt has been paid or other claims have been met Another word for it is confiscation. And it seems to me, and this is my opinion strictly, that our hard-earned money that we pay in taxes is actually being confiscated, and we should have some say over how much is taken and what it's used for. Now, think about it. The government only has the money to spend that they take away from the citizens. My husband used to say government doesn't produce anything, and that's the truth. They don't produce anything. They only shuffle papers. At first, I was a little shocked by that statement. But when you think about it, it's true. They cannot spend money unless they take ours. Um And we have to have a budget and live within it. And it seems to me that they should too. I told you I was going to rant. 
the other day, Tuesday evening, in fact, ABC World News ran a report on wasteful government spending. They've been running several items on it since all the talk about sequestration started. And he was, they were talking about how much we spend for portraits of the cabinet heads and other big uh, officers within the government. Each big position has a portrait done that costs between $20,000 and $40,000. And last year the government spent over $400,000 on portraits alone. Now, they didn't say whether that included sending them out to all the offices all across the country, but you know every state government and every federal office has pictures of the, the big guys hanging on their wall. Now, this was all started, you have to realize, way before the Internet and before it was possible to you know click the mouse and see whose face it is of the person who's who's in charge of that department. Maybe they ought to reconsider and just be sure that everybody has um, the web address of the person they want to know about or that's in charge of, of their office. I think this is exorbitant. They interviewed one guy who'd just gotten his portrait done. His was $40,000 portrait. And he was quite glib about it, saying that when you look at the big picture, it's a very small expenditure. But how many useless $400,000 expenditures like this one could be eliminated to get up to our trillions that we need to eliminate? Yeah. How many of the tax-paying public can have a $40,000 portrait of themselves painted? You know, I sure can't. I wouldn't even want one, but I can't. Uh, on the same uh, program, they talked about then later in the in the time, the fact that the White House was going to close their tours to the public. That, that's the most popular tour in Washington, D.C. School classes come in to see the White House, and it's a thrilling experience for those little children. They never forget it. I couldn't believe that they were cutting that out. Of all the things they could cut out, they could cut out the portraits for one and almost pay for it. Um, we pay for the tours and we pay for the portraits. And you know, so I ask you, which one would you rather have? White House tours are portraits of the government VIPs. You know, I think that's an easy answer. Yesterday, I was thinking about this stuff. I was really steamed. When it came to the White House tours, that was kind of the last straw for me. And so I Googled wasteful government spending. Don't do that unless you're prepared for your blood pressure to go up. I was really shocked at some of the things I learned. And I know that if I dug deeper, I would be literally ill. For example, Michelle Obama reportedly at taxpayers' expense has had at least 16, one, six, 16 vacations in her five years that her husband's been in office. Three of them, her trip to Africa, her trip to Spain, and a week skiing in Aspen with her daughters, cost us $936,000, almost a million dollars. One article said we have paid approximately $10 million all told for her travels. I understand that just taking Air Force One up costs about $179,000 an hour. 
taking this money out would more than pay for the tours at the White House. Now, I'm not really picking on Michelle Obama. I think she's a lovely woman. I think she's doing a fantastic job as First Lady. I'd pick on anybody who's in the White House spending my tax money on vacations when I can't afford to take an even little bitty vacation uh, on a, uh, that's quite local. Now, how many taxpayers have had 16 vacations in the past five years? If you've had 16 vacations in the last five years, call me. Let's talk about it. If you haven't had even one vacation in the past five years, call me and give me your thoughts on how your tax money is being spent. We won't yell. I promise we won't yell. Then last night on ABC World News, they talked about the canceled White House tours. Teachers, some teachers had been notified that um, their trips to the White House, their tours were canceled and that the children could not see the White House. Some of them were going to have to cancel their tour altogether. The newsman then told us about their research on the cost of the tour. And it goes something like this. There are approximately 20 hours a week available for tours. They need, if you have a pencil, you might write this down. They need 30 Secret Service men available for those tours at approximately $30 an hour for each of them. This costs about $18,000 a week or $936,000 a year. That's a lot of money. Three of Michelle Obama's trips out of the 16 that she took cost $974,974,900. If she stayed home, we would save $38,000, which is more than a lot of people's annual salary, and we could restore the tours at the White House. I learned more than that, but we're right up to time of our break, so we'll go to break. And then you can come back for more ranting on the Self-Improvement Show. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at World Talk Radio. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite World Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at World Talk Radio and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. Are you where you want to be in life? Are you experiencing the happiness that you're entitled to? How'd you like to improve your life and well-being? Take a weekly break to listen to Change Your Mind, Change Your Life with your hosts, Jim and Lynn Swearingen. You'll learn how hypnosis can truly help you rewrite the chapters of your life. You'll also learn to change perceptions of what hypnosis is and what it isn't. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Step up to the microphone. View the finalists right now on VoiceAmericaKids.tv. America's next great star is waiting to be discovered. 
Step Up to the Microphone is an exclusive presentation for VoiceAmerica.tv, where you can see and hear America's next top child star. The program is hosted by Voice America's own Cassie Frazier, and new episodes will be available every week exclusively at VoiceAmericaKids.tv. You can say you saw them at the beginning of their superstar career. Tune in to VoiceAmericaKids.tv. Listen. The world is talking. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon, and I've been ranting a little bit about the sequestration and what's happening in Washington, and I have some more. You know, it's about all I have to say about the White House tours. That was the tip of the iceberg, and it's also the tipping point for me um, in terms of what's happening in Washington with our money. You realize they don't have a budget, have not had a budget, how many of us don't know how much money we have to spend and ha- know that once that money's gone, we can't spend more? A lot of people put more and more on credit cards, but now, you know, sooner or later there's a day of reckoning and the government has, um, really overcharged credit cards right now and I think their day of reckoning is here as well. Now, look at some of the other things I learned. You know, on my little Googling of government financial waste. This one will get you. The government spends $1.7 billion, that's with a B, billion for maintenance on empty buildings that it owns. Now, if they have $1.7 in bills just to maintain them, how much of the debt could they pay down if they sold these buildings? And I would be willing to bet almost anything that they're building more buildings as we speak. I don't know that. I don't even know how I could find that out. But uh, there's almost always something being built for the government in Washington, D.C., or the surrounding area. $1.7 billion is a lot of money for empty buildings. Then Janet Napolitano, who's head of Homeland Security, talked about the, the sequestration cuts to her department. But according to Tom Schatz, who's president of Citizens Against Government Waste, and that's an interesting website, by the way, this department, Homeland Security, has nine billion dollars in unspent preparedness funds they went on to say and i didn't keep this in here i wasn't going to say it but i will now they already have enough ammunition stocked to shoot every every person in america every one of us five times i don't think they need to buy any more ammunition i i i don't know um, but i think it's uh, a lot of money I found information about programs to fund a spaceship to another solar system, funds for advancements in beef jerky from France, six 
billion dollars for research. Now listen to this one. You will not believe this. Research to find out what lessons about democracy and decision making can be learned from fish. I don't know what kind of fish that would be. The National Science Foundation funded a $350,000 grant to Purdue University researchers on how to improve your golf game. Not too relevant to many of the taxpayers, would you say? Um, there are many, many people who do not have the funds or the ability to play golf, but their tax money is paying for that. I want you to know that. In 2010, the Office of Management and Budget, OMB, determined that 47.9, for all practical purposes, that's 48 billion dollars was spent on fraudulent or improper payments in Medicare and the problem still hasn't been fixed and by now that debt from 2010 is up to 62 billion dollars more than that there's been almost 3 billion dollars in fraud and mismanagement of the food stamp program. Now, come on, guys. Can't we start balancing the budget by fixing some of this stuff? And I'm sure this is only scratching the surface. These are the things that people know about. I didn't know about them, but, you know, a lot of people do. Um, there's got to be much, much more than this. I'm really disturbed about this, and I think we all have the right to know the full extent of where our money's going. And guess what? They want to raise our taxes again. They need more money. Now, take a look for yourself. Google wasteful spending in government and read some of the results. I challenge you to do that. Let me know what you find, and let me know how mad you got. (laughs) Because, you know... My blood pressure went right up. I mean, it really did. No kidding. Enough of that. Let's go to happier things. Well, this is and it isn't. I was having a chat the other day with my very good friend, Donnie Tash, who's going to be our our guest next week. And we're going to talk about NDEs, or near-death experiences. Now, he had one, um, literally a life-changing experience and and he's willing to share with us what he experienced. He wanted to know if I'd read the book Proof of Heaven, which I had not. He encouraged me to, to get it and read it. I've read quite a number of books about NDEs, and I know a number of people who've had them. I didn't really particularly want to read another book about it, but um, for the sake of Donnie and for the sake of the show, I said I'd do it. So I downloaded it on Kindle. And I was blown away. If you haven't read Proof of Heaven by Eben uh, Alexander, get it. Read it on Kindle. Buy it any way you can. But read this book. It's a very important book for a lot of reasons. And I'll have a review of it on next Thursday's blog when we talk about NDEs on this show. But I encourage you to read it for yourself 
and draw your own conclusions. For me, it was quite compelling because of the credentials of the man who wrote it. Uh, a very esteemed neurosurgeon who had meningitis, which is was a fast onset. He deteriorated rapidly. It ate up his neurocortex, which is the most important part of the brain in terms of daily functioning, memory, and all of those things. Uh, and he wrote a book about his experience. He was not a religious man before this happened. Uh, and, and so coming from a man who said, he really wasn't sure there was a God. He believed that near-death experiences were a chemical reaction or an electrical reaction in the brain. Um, it, it's um, it's an important book. Most of us are afraid of death. Some are absolutely terrified at the thought of it. And as a neurosurgeon, he posits that we are conscious without the brain. Now think about that. When the brain is dead, when there's no more activity in the brain, a part of us continues. His brain was dead, and he had a remarkable experience. Most people, when they have a near-death experience, know who they are. He did not because it had affected the part of his brain that gave him self-identification. Our consciousness remains after the brain stops functioning. In other words, we are eternal. We do not stop being. We just don't have this body. I mean, that's heavy duty information to have some kind of proof. Now, he has been challenged by neurosurgeons and neurologists, um, people who do research on the brain, every, every way you can study the brain, I guess he's been challenged and nobody can explain why he had this experience when it comes to physicality and the functioning of the brain. There's just no way to explain it. So he says we are eternal, that our higher self, our higher soul, is not stuck in space and time. He did his best to explain what it's like not to have space and time, and we don't have a vocabulary to explain it. He does pretty well, but we don't have vocabulary to explain He went on to say that our job on this planet is to love, simply to love. Um, And how do we do that? How do we just love on this planet? I think it starts with loving who we are, being grateful for our life, um, loving the people around us, showing them kindness, showing them consideration, being gentle. Um, 
doing little random acts of kindness. You know how we show love. But love is not necessarily in the doing. It's in the being. We need to be, in the best sense of the word, lovers of each other. Um, it, It includes not judging, not running somebody else down, accepting people for who they are, respecting their opinions, uh, respecting their needs, respecting their talents. Respect is a lot of it. All those things that you know that come into love are part of what our job is on this planet, according to Dr. Alexander and what he learned in his near-death experience. So we're going to talk a little bit more about what he has to say. The main thing that I think is of just critical importance that he said is we don't have to have a near-death experience to learn some of the things he learned about God and about the meaning of life and about ourselves. We can do that through two things. I'll tell you what they are and we'll come back and talk a little bit more. We can get there without having to die to do it through prayer and meditation, two of the greatest self-improvement tools that they are. Think about that while we go to break. This is Irene Conlon saying, stay tuned. We'll be right back on the Self-Improvement Show. Find out what's happening on the World Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword World Talk Radio. Hi, I'm Clay Wall, Senior VP of Kmart. We're the number one corporate supporter of the March of Dimes. Walking in March for Babies is always special. But with your help, we can make this year better than ever as we celebrate 75 years of March of Dimes breakthroughs for babies. Join us in March for Babies to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Start your team today at marchforbabies.org and march to help babies. World Talk Radio presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective, your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. The World Talk Radio Variety Channel. You are tuned in to the Self Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1 866 613 1612. That's 1 866 613 1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. Um, today we've been talking about some of the excessive expenditure in the government and about this sequestration, which is also called confiscation. And we've been talking about Eben Alexander's book, Proof of Heaven. It's a very powerful book that has all kinds of meaning to us in terms of how we live our life on earth. Uh, and I really encourage you to get it. I read it on Kindle. It's an easy read. It's a fast read. And I think the material in his book is so incredibly comforting. We're going to talk more about it next week when Donnie Tash is on the show talking about his near-death experience. Um, Dr. Alexander says we don't have to die to get the information that he got during this experience. And he says we can get this information through prayer and meditation. Now, he does not mean the kind of prayer that most of us think of. It's not a gimme, 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 oh God, what I need, or in that song, oh, you know, won't you give me a Mercedes Benz, whatever. You know, it's not that. Prayer is supposed to be communion with the divine, a give and take kind of conversation. And you can't have that with your conscious mind. You have that with your heart, with your inner being. And so you have to get quiet. That's why meditation is the other part of this. I always heard that meditation was a time that you listened to the divine, and and it is. And you have to get very, very quiet, very still to do that. Now, if you'll go to the self-improvement blog on the bar just below the masthead, you'll see a tab for self-improvement tools. If you go there, you will see one for meditation. Uh, Alexander recommends, or talks about, several forms of meditation. I don't have the same thing on my blog that he has, but it can get you started if you need to see what's available in terms of meditation. I have a number of sites there that talk about meditation, how to do it, what it is, all those things. You can also go to YouTube and see a number of meditations um, some of them are very visual have beautiful scenery if you want to meditate with your eyes open they're guided meditations they're mainly brief there are some that are very very good there that might be quite helpful um, meditation is a vast subject so if you google the subject meditation you'll get all kinds of responses I mean you'll have pages and pages and pages to go through it isn't something that our culture has accepted until the last decade or so. Uh, it wasn't something that most of us practiced. And when it did start getting popular, everybody thought it was something that only Buddhists do. And that's not true. You know, we, we were designed to be able to get quiet and, and commune with the Creator. We just haven't <laughs> been practicing it, I guess is what I want to say. Meditation is... Incredibly important for anybody on a self-improvement path. Um, it's just one of those tools that, that you can't do without. It's like needing a screwdriver or a pair of pliers or something just for 
daily upkeep of your house or your office or whatever. Um, some of us aren't too adept with using those kind of things, but many people are. The other thing he recommended, and I was really happy to see this, was brainwave entrainment. We've talked about brainwave entrainment a little bit before. Uh, we haven't really delved into it, but it's a very powerful tool. I've been working with brainwave entrainment for almost since it was available to us. I had chronic fatigue syndrome in the early 90s, and the doctor told me that if I was going to get well, I would have to do it by myself because there was no treatment and there was no known cure, and you know, you know that one. And I had no idea how to do it, but something told me that my mind was the key. And I searched around until I found um, the old light and sound sets, and I got those, and I got meditations and everything I could find because I was not a meditator. But I knew that I had to do something with my mind, and I got well. And I give that credit for it, by and large. Um it's a powerful tool. You know, we have brain waves. They're recorded in frequencies, and we're going to talk about what the frequencies do. Now, we see brain wave patterns on an EEG, an electroencephalogram, and a lot of studies have been done. They can tell you exactly how you react when your brain waves are at a certain megahertz level. Now, normally, on an everyday basis, we're in a beta brain wave state. That's probably what both of us are in right now. And that ranges from about 12 megahertz all the way up to about 40-ish. That's a large range, and the higher you get, the more excitable you are. Um, Those of you who are old enough to remember, and boy, this really dates me. I don't know whether any of you listening are old enough to remember when we had penmanship in school. And we had to do circles, and we had to do what we called push and pulls. And these were up and down and up and down. And they were supposed to be the same height and the same distance apart and look perfect on our page to get an A, an A, well, that's something like what the brainwave pattern looks like. And the tighter it is, the higher frequency you're in and the, the farther apart the lines get, the lower frequency and the more relaxed you are. And we talk about those lines in terms of frequencies. And the lower you get, of course, the slower they are. You know what it's like to be in a, a normal brain wave state, a, a, a beta state. When we're feeling anxious, when we get all uptight or worried or stressed, you know, it goes higher and faster in terms of hertz. And when it does, it produces the hormone cortisol, which is called the stress hormone. And this is a, a hormone that's very harmful to your health. It's supposed to give you the the juice to get up and run and get out of danger. You've heard all of that about stress. Um, We produce cortisol that we can't use and it takes the toll on our body. 
It makes you more vulnerable to disease. It makes you age faster. It affects your metabolism. That's why people who are highly stressed have a really hard time losing weight. It, it affects every part of us. The overload of stress and the output of cortisol, the higher the, the megahertz of your beta level go, um, we experience more and more symptoms, headaches, irritability, tension, sleeplessness. Um, sometimes we have panic attacks, uh, feelings of dread. We feel tired, run down, overwhelmed, all of those things. When our cortisol level gets high, our beta uh, wave level gets faster, and, and it takes its toll on us. Scientists now have proven that our brain waves can affect our mental states. So it goes both ways. Our mental states, our anxiousness, our stress, whatever it is, affects our brain waves. Our brain waves then conversely can affect our mental states and calm us down. So how do you do that? Well, there's some programs available that are really quite easy to use. You can, you can even buy software and create your own. There's a, quite a number of software packages for you to do that. You put on some stereo headphones and you listen to music or rain or other sounds of nature and they play a sound or beat at one megahertz level in one ear and slightly different in the other ear and the brain then is so wonderful that it can balance the two of them and come to an average and when you do that your brain becomes balanced you become calmer you become more coherent more cohesive all kinds of lovely little things happen to you so let's look at some of the other brain waves as we go slowing down after where the next level below beta is alpha. Now, don't ask me why. I read once that the reason alpha comes after beta is because they named beta first and then discovered alpha. So, you know, who knows? Um, it's just a name. It's just a word. The alpha state is between 12 and 8. Remember, we're going down numerically. When you're in an alpha state, you're calm, you're meditative, you're physically relaxed, you may be sleepy. Uh, it, in this state, your immune system can rejuvenate. You can begin to get away from insomnia if you have it. It's the same. It's one of the states that you're in when you do hypnosis. If you're in hypnosis, you want to go to a low alpha state or a high theta state. Um, at this state, your body is producing serotonin and endorphins, which are the feel-good hormones. So we feel better. We're happier. We're more content. Going on down, we're at theta, which takes us on down to four hertz, four hertz, and here we're peaceful, we're relaxed, we have daydreams, um, 
we're relieved of all anxiety, all tension, all panic, and you are really producing those wonderful feel-good hormones, and you have a few extra ones as well. You go on down to 4 to 0.5 hertz, and you're in deep rest or sleep. Uh, you're in a deep meditative state. You produce more feel-good hormones and the human growth hormone and melatonin. Now, there are a number of programs that help you do that. And we're going to talk about those as soon as we come back from break. This is Irene Conlon staying, staying, saying, stay tuned. We'll be back with more about brains. We're making it easier to listen to the World Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. best-selling authors, find tantalizing new books, learn the latest healthy living tips, and be inspired to coach yourself to success on Star Style. Be the star you are every Thursday from 3 to 4 p.m. Pacific Time on World Talk Radio. The Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, and her health hero daughter, Heather Brittany, fire up the airwaves with upbeat, positive, life-changing talk radio. It's the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are thursdays from 3 to 4 p.m pacific on the world talk radio variety channel come play with us the world talk radio variety channel You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-866-613-1612. That's 1-866-613-1612. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. This is Irene Conlon. Before the break, we were talking about brainwave states and how you feel uh, during each level of um, brainwave in terms of hertz. And we were talking about the hormones that your body produces, the feel-good hormones that give you this wonderful feeling of well-being, and the fact that not only do your mental states affect your brainwave states, but your brainwave states can affect your mental states. And so there are programs that help you change your brainwave states. And they're very, very safe. They're very, very good. Uh, if you Google brainwave entrainment, 
You'll find all kinds of sources for it. You know, try some out to see how they work. Many of them now will let you download a a sample for free so you can see if it works for you. One size does not fit all. You'll find something that you like uh, and some that you don't. It's very safe except for people who are epileptic should not use this pregnant women they just want to be sure i don't i can't imagine that it would hurt but they say stay away if you're wearing a pacemaker or if you're prone to seizures as are epileptics do not do this you know if you're fairly normal um try it out you know if you think you need to ask your doctor ask your doctor about it it's very powerful i've tried several i started out with some from the monroe institute they're very good. Monroe was one of the first in the field. Their program is called Hemisync. Um, the other program that I tried was Centerpoint. They call theirs Holosync. They're all trying to sync the left brain to the right brain so that we are more balanced. They all pretty much say they do the same thing. They enhance your mental abilities. Uh, they help you resolve emotional conflicts. Don't we all want to do that? Is there anybody who doesn't have an emotional conflict? You know, they can give you some peak experience. They truly can. They really help you get to know who you are, who your inner being is, who you are way down deep. You know, they give you a feeling of wonderful well-being. They make you feel really deep, re, deeply relaxed. And you just generally, after you've done this for a while, feel more satisfied with just life in general. The program that I'm doing now, I kind of stumbled on on the Internet. I, I, the, the, the other programs were really good. The Holosync was so drawn out for me that I finally just got tired of it and it was the same rain all the time and I, I really got tired of hearing that same sound and I, I dropped it and it was also very expensive. But it's a good program. The program I'm doing now is by LifeFlow and it's called Project Meditation. You can see a, on my website there's a, a place to click and go there. I signed up as an affiliate for that program. Now I want you to know that this is really rare. I only sign up for something that I do myself. If I'm not doing it or I'm not willing to do it, I will not represent it in any way. This is the best program I've seen. And it, it's, it's wonderful. You, Get a CD every month until you've finished. They have 10 levels down. Uh, they start you out at level 10 and you go down to level 1. Uh, level 1 is a deep, deep delta. I have just reached level 3 and I'm now doing um, the lowest level of um, theta. And I love it. Yeah, I'm much more cohesive, much more coherent. I don't fall apart as easy. Things don't get to me as easy. Um, They have wonderful support on their website. You can get help if you need it just by sending them an email, and they'll get back to you. I'm sure if I had a big problem, um, they would take me 
right away. I've only contacted them because I want the head of it to be on this show. I think they're that good. Um, you know, I, I just can't tell you how good this is for you. You don't have, I spend 40 minutes a day with it. Uh, it's a 40 minute program. You can get a shorter version of it if, if you need to spend less time doing it. You know, they're very flexible and it's a very powerful program. If you're a person who is stressed, I don't know how you can do better. When this started out, we had we had light and sound together, and I haven't seen much with the light lately. I think the sound is the powerful player here. But we used to have these flashing lights that flashed in sequence with the sound, um, and I, that was really t- tough for the epileptics when they had that sound going. That that was not okay. Um, but but it's good, and, and you listen to interesting sounds. No, there's some that have music, there's some that have rain, there's some that have ocean waves. You, you can hear birds, you can hear frogs, um, any little number of wildlife sounds on these, on these CDs. And you end up ready for your day. Now, how many people don't want that? You know, I can kind of stumble into my office and, you know, pop on my headphones and by the time I do that, 40 minutes. I don't go back to sleep generally. Um, once in a while I will. But when I finish that program, I'm really ready for my day. Sometimes things still get to me, but nothing, nothing like they used to. Except when they won't let you have a tour of the White House. <laughs> I, I should have done that again last night. You know, because I was, I was really upset about that whole thing. I, I don't know that even life flow and project meditation would help me through this. Dr. Alexander in his book took, gave, gives you the story of his whole recovery and what it was like. When he came back, they thought he would be I hate this term, in a vegetative state, that he would not know anyone around him, that he would not be able to function in any capacity, certainly not as a neurosurgeon, a brain surgeon, that would be totally impossible. When he came back, he was told to say that everything would be okay, uh, all would be well. He sat straight up in bed. He opened his eyes his youngest son, who I think was 10, I can't remember, 9 or 10, pried his eyes open and looked in. And right after that, he sat straight up in bed and said, everything's okay. <laughs> it's all okay. And then he had to begin his recovery. Uh, and I don't want to give the story away any more than that. But he gave us this wonderful, wonderful information so i encourage you to get involved in meditation if meditation is very difficult for you if you can't get your mind to shut up for a while then try brainwave entrainment it's very inexpensive and certainly worth it next week we're going to have donnie tash with us he has a website called 
um, the psychic library, which is extremely well done. He had a near-death experience, and we're going to talk more about that. He'll tell you his story and give you insights that are his, because his story is completely different from, from Dr. Alexander's. It will prove to be an exciting time with Donnie Tash. So come back next week. I thank you for being with us today and for listening to my rant. If you have anything you need to say to me, you can contact me through the self-improvement blog, and I promise you I will respond. This is Irene Conlon saying thanks for being with us today. Come back next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for the Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 noon Pacific Time on the World Talk Radio Variety Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the World Talk Radio Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit worldtalkradio.com. The World Talk Radio Network, where the world comes to talk. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the World Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.